Instagram, in my opinion, is the 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 best platform for you to be using. It is so much easier than Facebook because it gives you an opportunity to get your content out in front of more people who don't already know you. You've heard me say in other episodes that sharing your podcast on social media is a great, great way to promote your show and get new listeners. But how you share is just as important or more important than simply hopping onto Instagram and posting, hey, check out my latest episode. In fact, I'll be asking my guests today why that way of sharing is not effective. My guest today is Michelle Thorpe, the Instagram coach for coaches. Since building two successful Instagram-based businesses of her own, she's helped hundreds of solopreneurs and small business owners become client-getting machines by mastering Instagram with authenticity and without feeling like a salesy social media weirdo. Welcome, Michelle. I'm so happy you're here today. Thank you so much. I love talking about this topic, so I'm excited for our conversation. Awesome. So I'd love for you to share a bit about how you became an expert in Instagram, because when you started your business, you didn't have an Instagram account at all, did you? That's correct. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) I started my first business when I was eight years old, way before social media. But that was enough for me to know that entrepreneurship was in my blood. But like so many people, I followed the path of what I should be doing or what my parents thought I should be doing. I ended up going to college, not that that's a bad thing, climbing the corporate ladder. And I sat back one day and realized, wow, this sucks. This is not what I want to be doing. This is not authentically me at all. And I had an opportunity at the very same time, I know it was meant to be, where I could start a side hustle as a coach. I thought, perfect. I will keep my corporate job. I will do this on the side. I'll dip my toe in and see if this is the right fit. But it was 2017 and social media was hot, hot, hot. I wasn't interested in using my Facebook account to grow my business. I didn't want 2010 pictures of me camping to have anything to do with growing my business, but I didn't have an Instagram account. And that at the time, that was the other platform to show up on, but I did have an Instagram account for my bunny. (laughs) (laughs) I was posting cute pictures of him. I thought this shouldn't be hard. I'm going to change the username. I'm going to show up and say, Hey, bunny owners, Panny's still around, but this is my page now. I'm a coach. Let's do this. Hire me. Mm. Crickets. Oh my gosh. Do not recommend turning your pets page into your professional business account. It's a totally different audience. Completely. I didn't know that at the time, Mm. but obviously I fell flat on my face. I didn't make any sales. I didn't have any clients. And I was faced again with a crossroads. Do I just go back to corporate and say, this isn't meant to be, I tried and I failed, or do I figure it the heck out? And that's what I did. 
I figured out how to monetize my Instagram, how to show up authentically, not necessarily following all of the traditional tips and traditional knowledge on how you grow your business. Like show up every day. Your six figures is around the corner, but not if you skip a Sunday. (laughs) I don't want to be on social media every minute of the day. I want to dive deeper into this, but I'm also not into dancing videos. I'm not into a lot of video content. I don't want to produce that kind of content. And it sounded like that was the only way to be successful. So I was running that coaching business. And then in my peripheral vision, I saw all these other women making the same mistakes that I was making, getting really discouraged and burned out because they were showing up and they weren't getting any return on that time that they were showing up on social media. So I decided to button up that first coaching business and kind of shift over to serving women entrepreneurs and helping them get their businesses going, help turning them into client magnets on Instagram. And the rest is history. Awesome. All right. Let me ask you about that then real quick the dancing videos or, you know, like reels in particular, because Mm -hmm. so many people that I follow are dancing just like constantly or doing the point, point, point thing. (laughs) And I just can't do it. Like when, and I've never even tried, I'm not going to, because when I see that, and even though so many people like teach how to do that and recommend doing it, I'm looking and I'm thinking that is not me. It's just not. Mm -hmm. So do I have to do it? I already know what you're going to say, but please say it anyway. Yes, Kelly, every single day. (laughs) No, we are soul sisters. I I don't want to dance on camera. I love dancing. Me too. I'll go dance with my girlfriends, but that kind of content isn't authentic to who I am. I don't like producing it. It takes a lot of people a lot of time. I've talked to so many entrepreneurs who will say, I just posted this reel. It took me eight hours to (gasps) edit it and put it all together. I'm like, I do all of my content in maybe an hour or two. And you spent all this time doing this reel that then fell flat because all you were doing was copying a trend that you see other people doing that was not specific to your audience, that didn't add any value, that didn't show up and serve them in a way that brought them in and kept them watching. This is just, this is old. This was never a good idea. Just drop it. You heard yeah, it the pointing. First. Yeah. You don't have to, you do not ever have to post a reel. If that's not authentic to your business, you won't see one on my Instagram profile and I'm a full-time coach. Yeah. So reels in general, you don't do or, Oh, wow. Correct. Well, as of August, maybe, or Mm -hmm. September of 2022, Instagram converted all video that was uploaded on their platform into the Reels format, unless it's over, I think, 45 minutes or something egregiously long. Right. Uh, So for most of us, any video that we're putting on Instagram automatically becomes a Reel. So Reel is now the catch-all for video. Okay. Interesting. See, I don't know as much as I thought it actually, I didn't think I knew that much anyway. So (laughs) So, right. Except in stories, stories still maintains whatever it was doing before the reels Mm. transformation. I put all of my video content 
into stories because Instagram stories is where your current followers go to know more about you. That's not where you're going to pick up new followers Mm -hmm. anymore. It used to be a spot where you could bring in new people. It is no longer that. And it's been that way for a couple of years now. See that. And I have very specific questions I'm going to get into, but okay. So stories, I almost never do. I do stories to share other people's stuff, but I tend not to do my own stories because I am trying to get new followers on Instagram. And I don't know, it's like I I am sharing video almost exclusively. So I am sharing it as a reel Mm -hmm. and as a post as well. You know, I, I have that little setting checked off or the button, you know, whatever, but yes, stories, and maybe I should to give current followers something additional to learn about me, but it feels like a lot. It can feel like a lot, but here's what I teach my clients is that posting on your feed, whether that's a static image, whether that's uh, where it's an actual photo or an infographic, or it's video content. Anything that you post on your feed where someone goes to your profile and they're able to see it as they scroll your profile, you treat those as individual billboards for your business. Mm -hmm. Whereas your Instagram stories is more of a behind the scenes. It's less polished. It's more casual. And it can be all about you. That's also where I share other people's stuff. That's where happy birthday to your sister belongs. It does not belong on your feed, business owners, podcasters. No, no, no. All your personal stuff where they, they, unless we are target or Beyonce, they want to know us as the humans behind the business. They want to know the podcaster that they're listening to. They want to know more about the coach that they're about to sign a one-on-one package with or thinking about it because we're not a household name. They don't know us inherently. So if you're not putting that stuff on your feed, it has to go somewhere. So it goes in your Instagram stories and that's where they go to find out more about you, not where you're going to pull new followers from. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you for that. Okay. So now in general, why is Instagram an effective platform to build our business? You know, in the case of podcasts, get new listeners. That is an excellent question. Instagram, in my opinion, is the, the, the best platform for you to be using. It is so much easier than Facebook because it gives you an opportunity to get your content out in front of more people who don't already know you because we're not Beyonce, we're not Target. We don't know that many people. We want to get our content in front of brand new people. Mm-hmm. Facebook, you would pretty much to get the same kind, to get the same outcome, would have to go into individual Facebook groups mm-hmm. and post about it and interact and do wash and repeat on repeat. (laughs) Whereas Instagram, you can just put that content out there with dialed in hashtags with a great profile and your content is shown to so many more people with a lot less time. Mm. TikTok has fewer average daily users than Instagram. That is probably going to to end at some point. They will overtake Instagram. However, TikTok is an entertainment platform. Mm-hmm. Instagram is different. 90% of Instagram users follow a business. Mm-hmm. They're, the, the dynamic is different. 
it is a social media platform. Whereas if podcasting was just purely entertainment, I would be as satisfied watching a pot or listening to a podcast for new moms when I'm not one, as I would be listening to a podcast on entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So we're not, it's not purely entertainment as TikTok provides. Instagram is the best place to get new listeners for your podcast. Mm, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of TikTok, I recently, like just a few weeks ago, started posting on TikTok. The, the bad thing about it is like, I can't put a link to my website on TikTok. So I can have a link to my YouTube channel and to Instagram, mm. but not to my website or to, you know, my, my actual podcast on any platform like Apple, Spotify, whatever. And most of my listeners are on Apple podcasts. Right. So it feels almost pointless. I'm continuing to post them because it's easy. I have the Mm -hmm. video outtakes anyway. Now they're, I'm not redoing them, you know, like in profile, uh, uh, portrait mode. So they're in landscape and I'm just putting them up, um, and writing stuff on there and doing captions Mm -hmm. and I'm getting views, almost no followers yet though, but whatever, I'm brand new, but yeah, if they can't go to my website, then what's the point? Then they have to like, look for, they have to go to my profile and then go into a podcast app and search for my podcast. Right. That's not easy. And like on Instagram, they can go to my link in bio and it takes them right to my website and the podcast is right there. Right. Absolutely. So much easier. It's so much more efficient. I believe just from a sales psychology perspective, someone is very unlikely to jump through all of those hoops to find what they're looking for. They're just going to keep on scrolling. Yep, exactly. So what are some top mistakes you see entrepreneurs making on Instagram? The number one thing that I wish more people understood about Instagram is that it's not about you and it's not about what you sell. It's not about your podcast. It's about that person that you serve with whatever it is that you offer. Mm. All right. So how, what would you, can you explain more about that, please? Absolutely. Your, your target audience, whether that's a, an ideal client, an ideal customer, that person needs to be called out in your bio. Mm. Every time that you're sharing something on Instagram, instead of thinking, Hmm, what should I post today? Or what can I post today? You need to be thinking, what does that person need to be hearing from me today? Mm. When you have a new podcast episode and you're thinking about the best way to share that and to get, get the most traction, instead of sharing what it is, what it's about, the title, who the guest is, why should your target audience listen to that podcast? What are they going to get out of it? What are the results that they're going to get from that podcast? Sharing the results, sharing something that serves them is going to get you more traction than simply sharing what it is that you're doing, what it is you're talking about, what it is that you are trying to get people to buy, listen to, et cetera, show up to serve Mm -hmm. instead of showing up to sell, even if it's, even if it's a podcast and they're not paying for it. Right. And, and you're exactly right. That is selling a podcast when, you know, and, 
most podcasters get on there. And I did this originally too. I made this mistake. It was like, hey, check out my latest episode about using Instagram to build your business. That's what I originally would have done. And you just don't get new listeners that way at all. You don't even get your current listeners to go listen that way. The majority of people find your podcast on Google. Mm -hmm. And the second way they find it is recommendations from people you know. And the third way is recommendations from other podcast hosts. Social media is fourth and it's kind of a distant fourth. Mm -hmm. So if we want to improve that, then like you said, we have to show the value of what they're going to get out of listening and saying, hey, check out my latest episode doesn't Mm -hmm. do that at all. No, it doesn't at all. And is social media fourth because it's inherently fourth and every other method is just better? Mm -hmm. Or is that because we're not using it the way it's intended to be used? I think there's a combination of both, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I've worked with other podcasters who, when we sit down together to audit their Instagram profile, it's just square after square of, you know, the, the artwork for their podcast and their guest photo and, and check out my latest podcast. Right. Nobody is, is is as excited about our business as we are. Mm -hmm. And I know that I sit here and I'm very much excited for a workshop that I'm putting out or a new package that I'm launching or whatever it is, but no one else cares about a workshop. They're going to attend my workshop or listen to your podcast because of what they're going to walk away with. And that's what we need to focus on instead of being excited. We're excited. I'm excited for you. I'll be your biggest cheerleader, but your potential listeners, they just want to see what's in it for them. When they're scrolling your profile, they want to know what is in this for me. Otherwise, they're going to keep going and you've lost your chance at getting their their attention. Yeah. They have so many options of other podcasts to listen to, of other businesses to follow, of other workshops to attend. So if we don't grab them with specific value that they really need right now, then they're going to go choose something else. And- they have their own work to do in their own businesses. Yes. Time is really limited. Everyone is so incredibly busy, especially for those of us with an audience like mine, entrepreneurs and solopreneurs. If those are the folks that you're targeting, we all know that they're managing all the things in their business. We can't be expecting them to make that connection of this podcast, this result. Oh, that sounds great. Give it to them on a silver platter. Yeah. Yeah, help make help them make that decision to listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about, you mentioned profiles, mm-hmm. what do you recommend that we put in our profiles to make it the most effective? That is, that is such a complicated question, believe it or not, that we would need to be here for hours and hours and hours <laughs> in order for me to help you nail that accurately. But the best advice I can give in a nutshell, is to make sure that your profile is not about you, that your profile is about that person, that your bio doesn't say, I have a podcast with blah, blah, blah listeners on Apple Podcasts, listen here. That's process. That's not outcome. Okay. Make sure that there's some outcome so that when they're, when they find you, when they're scrolling, that that you have answered the question for them, what's in it for me? 
Okay. I need to change mine then. (laughs) It's a list of podcast, book, podcast course. You and probably 80% of people in our industry, you are not alone. Okay. After this recording, I will go change that, which means by the time people to listen to this, it will be in better shape. Yay. See, I'm glad that I was able to give you this one moment just in the short time that we have together. I learned something fabulous from pretty much every interview I do. It's the best part. Yes, it is. Well, my number one goal is to help my listeners learn something new, but I invariably learn something new that I get to put into place too. So it's fabulous. Yeah. All right. So what are some tips that you have that listeners can start to do to improve their effectiveness on Instagram? Here is one that most people aren't doing or they're doing incorrectly is welcome your new followers. Social media is social, mm-hmm. but we've forgotten that for the most part. And a lot of that has to do with the way that people have been using Instagram, especially using DMs Mm -hmm. inappropriately. And we don't want to be that person. We don't want to be the icky salesy social media weirdo, but social media is social. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting behind your phone or your computer and you're not interacting with your audience, you're doing it wrong. Every time you get a new follower, caveat, legitimate follower. If it's a Bitcoin trader or a sugar daddy or someone that is mm -mm, random dude, just go up and hit remove follower. I do it 45 times a day. (laughs) Remove them from your orbit. They don't need to be, they don't need to be there. They don't need to be absorbing your amazingness because they're fake. Okay. When you have a legitimate new follower, send them short and sweet welcome message. Nice to meet you, Kelly. Glad mm-hmm. we connected. Awesome. All don't right. Tell, don't say, not glad we connected. Here's a link to my podcast. Don't mm-hmm. be that person. Mm-mm. Just yep. connect human to human. Behind our keyboards, we're people. Mm-hmm. We have more in common than we have different, yeah. right? Connect as humans. The other thing I'll say about this is never automate this. It's you can, your, your followers can feel it. Mm -hmm. They know it's automated. They know it wasn't sent to them. It gives the impression they don't really care about me. They're just doing this to check a box, never automate anything. Also don't automate a DM every time someone leaves a comment on your post. So annoying. Yeah. I hate that too. And I, you know, I never reply to those. If it's an automated welcome, I absolutely don't reply. The point is to start to build a relationship and genuinely welcome them into your orbit, into your energy. Mm -hmm. And when it's inauthentic, it's not doing what you want it to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I don't know, what do you think about, all right, personally, I don't like it when they also, it's a welcome thing. And even if they, all right, if they say, let me know how I can help you that I don't mind because it's let me know. But Mm -hmm. if they go ahead and say, how can I help you? I don't feel like answering because, okay, I'm just following you. I don't don't want to get into this conversation right now. I just started checking you out. Right. You don't want to ask someone to marry you on the first date. 
You have to build a relationship a little bit first. Go. uh, One of the other things that I recommend that folks do is practice R and R and it's not rest and relaxation. It's respond and reciprocate. Mm -hmm. And that helps build a relationship. When someone interacts with your content, go interact with theirs Mm -hmm. at the beginning, or even if you've had Instagram since the dirt turned Brown, but you're kind of getting started in this new way of showing up. Maybe you won't have a lot of comments. Maybe you won't even have a lot of engagement, but start where you are. You have a like on your post, go give them some love, go start a conversation, go interact. And the more you do that, not only does it build a relationship, but behind the scenes, it tells Instagram that the two of you are in a digital relationship, not a romantic one, a digital one. And the more Instagram knows that, it assumes, hmm, Michelle and Angela, my business best friend, Angela, they want to see each other's content. So every time I open the app, I see her post first. She sees mine first. That's the kind, that's, that's what you want. That's how you get the, the algorithm working in your favor. Mm, that's great. So something that I teach my students and clients is one of the ways they can reach out to potential guests for their podcasts is through DMs on Instagram, but after some time has gone by. So they need to follow a potential guest first and then start liking and commenting for a minimum of a week. But I recommend, you know, at least two weeks, never promoting themselves in those comments, always contributing real value to the conversations, and then finally reaching out but gently starting a conversation in the DM and then asking, you know, Hey, I'd love to have you on as a guest, very brief and say, would you be willing to talk about this? Do you think that that's an okay way to reach out? I think in that kind of relationship with that dynamic, there's no reason not to strike while the iron is hot, not Mm -hmm. to go for the ask because as a podcast guest, that's, you're not asking me to pay you, right? You're not asking me to enroll in something, something I don't want. If, especially if you know, that person is a speaker. Yes. Ask, yes. There's no reason why you can't go ahead and it, you find someone today, you send them a message. I am really intrigued by your content. You serve mm-hmm. my audience. We have a similar audience. Yes. Uh, are you that. interested in being a guest on my podcast? That awesome. is entirely different than courting a new listener, entirely different. You are giving essentially to the podcast guest. It's, it's mutuality, but it's, it is giving, you're giving something. Whereas you're asking a a new listener to give you their time, Mm -hmm. different relationship. True. So you don't think that they need to wait as long as I'm suggesting No, I think it's, I think it's great if you, if you want to build that relationship or maybe you're not sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, as I, it's a completely different dynamic. I don't think you need to wait. If you find someone you're interested in connecting with, go ahead and, and start that conversation. Oh, cool. Okay. I would not do that to new, new listeners. No, let's just be clear. No, (laughs) definitely not. Because you're right. That's asking 
for their time because it yep. is selling your podcast. Right. Yes, you for are a guest offer. Value to listeners, but you're asking them for time. Right. Exactly. It's a yep. different dynamic. Yeah, for sure. Now, that's an excellent question. I'm glad you asked. Cool. Great. Okay. So uh, what other tips do you have? Oh gosh. What are the, or let me, okay. Let me ask this then. Oh, sure. What tips do you have that, uh, or like a top tip for what entrepreneurs should avoid doing on Mm. Instagram? Here's one that cut that I hope no one is doing, but here's a quick one just to check off your list. Never buy followers. (gasps) Oh yeah. Your follower number is essentially a vanity metric. I know that sometimes when you're looking to do partnerships, you're asked, what's your email size? What's your follower size? It doesn't matter. Having 8,000 Bitcoin traders and you know fake military people following you, that doesn't matter. But having 1,500 of your ideal listener following you, that means so much more. Yeah. Never buy followers. Doesn't Absolutely. Matter. Yeah. Doesn't having matter. a really engaged and responsive following is yeah much better than having a massive number who's you know that that's not engaging and mm-hmm. not buying Remove follower i yeah. do it like i said 40 times a day wow <laughs> i would have i would have a huge following but i only want people in my orbit who want to be part of my conversation mm. i'm not looking for any other kind of conversation i just want to talk about instagram with business owners yeah that the makes other sense. tip that really surprises people is you don't need to post every single day. You <gasps> really don't. Okay. In fact, when you've done these things that we've talked about, when you're showing up to serve, when you've got great content going out and you've nailed your hashtags, you've got them dialed in, posting three times a week like that will get you more traction, save you tons of time compared to showing up every single day just putting out something because you think you should, or you want to keep your, your you you want to keep yourself relevant, or people seeing you in your feed. No, mm. I post three times a week, <gasps> pretty religiously, unless yeah. there's a reason why, mm-hmm. like a holiday week, mm-hmm. or I'm promoting something special. But yeah. on average, three times a week with dialed in hashtags. So you're not having to create so much content and what you have put out there is so impactful that it's going to keep getting views after you post it. Oh, wow. Okay. That's great advice. Yeah. So with a podcast episode, then Mm -hmm. we could promote it all three times, but then do a story that is personal behind the scenes. You could, yeah, you absolutely could. If all I, for those that have a podcast, I wouldn't recommend that you only talk about your podcast, Right. talk about, give them something that helps address the problem that your podcast solves. And it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to do with the current episode. It can be a nugget that you drew out from a a different podcast or a different episode. It could be something, you know, in your business. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be just about your podcast. You want to be the expert in whatever it is that you do. Your episodes help support that, but you have, right. you have knowledge too. Right. You're not just an interviewer. You're not just a host. You have value. You right. have value. 
So be sharing that as well three times a week. Right. Because of course the podcast is a tool it to is. market your business. Yeah. It to is. promote a business. Yep. 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 Awesome. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to share that I didn't ask you about? Oh my goodness. There I know you so... have a lot, but <laughs> I yeah. know, I'm like, which, which this thing is what you about? do. This is your business. <laughs> I don't expect you to share it all. Whatever it is that you do. And I'm speaking to every individual listener right now, whatever it is you do has value. There are so many people who need what you provide. Don't let low engagement, don't let low likes or lack of comments suggest to you that you don't have value. Instagram likes, Instagram comments, they're not paying your bills at all. Keep showing up, keep showing up to serve, and let's get you connected to those people that need you, that are looking for you, and that want what it is that you serve, because you matter to your clients or your customers what you do matters. That's great. Thank you for that. All right. So whom exactly do you work with? Like who are your clients and what do you help them do? My clients are women solopreneurs or small business owners who are still managing their own Instagram content. They're not outsourcing it, having somebody else write their posts or manage all their visuals. We work together on your design, on your branding, on what your feed should look like. We write your bio. We do all the things. And we talk about moving those people off of Instagram and how you nurture them there. And finally ask for the sale. Awesome. That's perfect. And so where can listeners find you to learn more about you or work with you? Come hang out with me on Instagram. It's easy to find me. It's michelle.thorpe. I do spell my name differently. It's M-I-S-H-E-L-L-E. Come hang out with me or come to my website and grab all the free stuff that I offer. It's michellethorpe.com. Awesome. Well, I will share the link to your website and to your Instagram account in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here today. This was fabulous. You're welcome. I loved it. Awesome. Well, thank you again.